0: Hi Diamonds, welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role. In your life, career, and relationships, Here with Julie Deem, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started.
1: Hey, Diamonds. Stay-at-home orders are still in place here at the US, and the new term quarantine fatigue has been used to describe the urge people have to leave their homes just to get out of the house. In this episode, Clean and I are talking about how your lifestyle before this pandemic is fueling this quarantine fatigue and negatively affecting your self-image. Grab a notebook and a pen because the show starts now. We are the United States of Women. This quarantine though, and this is why I want to talk about this episode because I'm sure you've heard that this quarantine has exacerbated a lot of people's weaknesses, maybe those weak areas that you were avoiding, now they're kind of coming and creeping up, and you're like, well, maybe I'm not over this. Girl, we've all got crazy. our own unique gifts, we've got our own unique strengths. You know, for the yeah. same things that I probably can list off for people that I feel jealous or irritated about, and other people that don't even directly affect me, they probably got the same things towards me too that I don't even know about. <laughs> right,
0: right. But you know what I did? I realized that I, in my self discovery several years ago in this journey, right? I realized that for me, that was coming up when, when I felt like I was so centered on one task or two to three things in my life that I was so consumed in doing. I felt in my my creativity that I couldn't be free to be here and here and here and here and try and do all these cool things and I couldn't do it. So I felt like, kind of like, hey, I'm missing out. Hey, you know, like. I, you know, like, I felt like I was missing out. Like I was like left behind. And things were, yeah. Like <laughs> things were got by me and I didn't notice it wasn't caught up. And I don't know what that meant, but I typically feel that way when I am. Cause I, for one, I'm a creative being Two, I have multiple gifts in where, which can be explored because I'm creative that when I get linear in my plan and executing a plan, and I'm there, I feel like the world's moving and doing things that I would love to be doing. But because I'm singular focus, I start to feel like oh, I want to be doing that. I want to be, why can't I do, you know, and I have to remember that I have both the left brain and the right brain. I, you know, I love creativity and color and can touch things and do things and inspire and come up with great ideas and start something and let you do it and let them do it or let me do it. But then I also know that in order to see those things come the past, there has to be that and those other creative ideas have to go silent for a while or things that I see that would stimulate me to want to be involved has to kind of take a back seat for a minute while I yet do the work. And that bothers me sometimes. And I realize it's because I lean towards the creative side and passionate about seeing the plan. But I'm also a person who loves to, to like the brunch, I, we can change it up and add to it. I'll have to because doing it too much the same way will just kind of make me feel like I'm missing out on other creative things that can be added to it. And I have to do that carefully, or you'll just be all over the place, right? Experiencing, touching, tingling, all these sensations, but really not going nowhere at all.
1: You're right, <laughs> so you're my, right.
0: That's my two cents, that's all for me. That's, no, I, I get I it.
1: Yeah. I feel that I way do. a lot of days, just trying to you know, navigate being an online business owner now.
0: <laughs> Girl,
1: I tell you what, my business
0: is doing okay, but it's also doesn't it's doing it I guess put like this if the world hadn't stopped my business would be in critical like oh crap right but because the world stopped everything's like okay nothing's need of me nothing's due of me in regards to like financially nothing's crazy nothing's out like I can't control it every debt every creditor everybody has you're on a 90 day hold and you don't report nothing to my creditor, we'll be back in 90 days. Right. (laughs) So that takes some pressure off, right? Totally. Girl, this is going to be interesting. It really will be interesting. This will, I mean, I feel like we're going to be coming to a close. We're going to have to start like loosening up to go and do, but some of our businesses we won't be able to have that close of a contact unless we're going to be like the hairstylist wearing a mask and gloves, working on people's hair and making every client wear a mask and gloves mm-hmm. and pray to God people don't start getting a little funny about trying to sanitize my mask and glove when I come get my hair done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like don't be putting on that old mask and glove on me thinking because you sprayed it, I can wear it. Don't play me. Like, you know, I got a feeling that's where we will cut corners and finances in order to have this perspective and perception of, sanitation but I don't want to reuse it not unless I
1: come in with my own mask
0: you know what I'm saying like my well, own mask
1: I don't know how good I feel about sitting in a restaurant like I'm like eat with my mask on like how does that even work <laughs> and
0: you bringing me my food no I mean it's it's interesting how our eyes have been open to the level of unseen contamination of germs that we did not attention
1: to oh yeah that's why this uh, this episode the reason my um, interest came around this quarantine fatigue was because they're laughing on secret to success podcast they were like is your house clean or is it corona clean it's corona clean <laughs> <laughs> they're like you oh, never okay. so so that's one i was gonna talk
0: to you about like what is, what, what is your fatigue? Oh my gosh, just Corona is freaking me out. Like I'm so tired.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. So the quarantine fatigue was all around also understanding like, so people at the beginning of this virus, when the quarantine kind of, the stay at home orders first were put in place. A lot of people had these goals, right? I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to take this time and do this and do that. Missing that, you know, their lifestyle leading to that point didn't really have any momentum so why did they figure that once this court, the stay-at-home order came, they're going to like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get all ex. You weren't even exercising in your home before this started. Well, it's like
0: going into the gym, right? You've got this envision of yourself working out. Like, I'm going to go in here and bust out 45 minutes on the treadmill. I'm going to start lifting weights. And then you turn around and you like, what? <laughs> what? You don't have the stamina. You don't have the, I call it skill set at that level just yet to go all out, to go all in, and then it be expected to maintain it for months on end. Oh, I tell you what it's about. It's, it's, it's as bad as buying like the workout clothes with this anticipation of wearing them and going to do great with this new lifestyle. Cause you're going to be at the gym every couple of days. And then about a month goes by and those clothes never get pulled back out. <laughs> make it to the gym. We can never approach a situation that heightened our energy and then be expected to maintain it. And I think that that is uh, what's happening in our quarantine, you know, dilemma, in, our, in, our, in our ability to be in our, in, our, in our quarantine time. On that note, though, Julie, with that same sentiment as going into this heightened kind of thing and then be expected to maintain it, I think You know, from my perspective of watching the news and watching the media and listening to our local officials, we kind of walked into this, right? They kind of like, okay, first and foremost, social distancing, cleaning your hands. Okay, then we're going to shut down. Okay. So we went into this quarantine with these little bursts of things that they were asking us to do because they probably knew that we would probably just have a cow and a fit if they just instantly just said okay we're shutting down school we're shutting down businesses we're shutting down everything all at once can you imagine the craziness that would have happened if they had just you know put in place and enforced what we are doing today the first day it, it just it just would have broke a lot of people's back and it would not have been it would have not been taken well at all which just why I'm saying, you know, with, to your question, going into something and say, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this and never see it done, right? It's because you have to slowly walk into a new skill set in order to maintain the longevity of anything in your life that you embark upon.
1: Yeah, those baby steps. Girl, baby steps. You know, steps. if you're trying to lose, you know, one to two pounds a week versus 10 pounds a week, maybe you're going to be more successful long-term at losing and maintaining that weight loss versus the person who just tried to lose 10 pounds in one week.
0: That's true. That is true. I think what is the, you know, for the podcast today, I think one of the questions that you had, that first one was, is what are you doing? Is that right? What are we, how are we handling the fatigue? Is that right?
1: Yeah. How are you managing your extra time?
0: Oh my gosh. So I think on what you just said, right, some people are cleaning, some people are Corona cleaning, some people are, you know, working out, some people are trying to eat healthy, some people are doing all these crazy things, home improvements, you know, level up on their business. I think I asked them the question on social media, like, what are you doing to, you know, in all this extra time that you had? And somebody had said, Kristen... Christine Copeland, she said, I'm trying to get organized and I'm completing all these home improvement projects and I'm trying to secure new business within the state when the state opens back up. And then Tanika Forstall, which we all love and we all know who Forestall is, she says, I don't have any extra time. She says, I got the homeschooling my kids, running her small groups for church and working on her doctorate program, which I think is pretty cool, right? That's what she's doing in this time too. And she says, I'm just as busy as I was even in this quarantine and keeping the house together is actually more challenging because we're all here at all the time. And I was like, yes, yes.
1: And that's interesting because I have felt almost like I want to isolate. Like I've had a lot more people than ever. I feel like reaching out to me because they're just bored Mm, and I'm exhausted. And I'm like, what are we supposed to talk about? Like, I don't, I have work. Or I have to get done. Like I can't just, and then these zoom calls, right? So you get on these zoom calls and even if it's just your friend, two hours, three hours goes by, you can't just, you're not getting anything done when you're on these zoom calls. Whereas when you're on a telephone, you can at least walk around the house or something. <laughs> you can't go like, just wait one second. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think my, that- my mother-in-law stopped by the other day and I was on a zoom call and I was like, hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, well, for some other people here, I think I've got another post for Amber Kinsey, our girl, Amber Kinsey, one of our ambassadors for the USW She says here that she says, I'm fortunate right now that she still gets to go to work. And then there is school, right? So a lot of people are into like, you know, leveling up on their intellectual property. She said, there's a lot papers that need to be written that she's writing right now she says a person never really knows how much we take for granted until we can't have social groups she said hug the ones we love and just basic normal life right and then she says i pray for the ones stuck at home with abusive spouses or partners hugs to all you beautiful ladies oh my gosh you're absolutely right so what are people doing in their spare time for some of our facebook fans there is no spare time. They're still doing the same thing, if not picking up on extra duties because they're home now or because now they're homeschooling their kids or you are in the presence of an abusive spouse or a significant other um, that you have to manage. And so that can be frightening as well as, you know, terrifying all in the same time. Here's another one, though. Angela Smith, she said extra time. She says my routine has not changed. So I still utilize all my time as I have before. Her morning meditations, work midday meditations, market when necessary, daily family t- uh, teachings. And then she said daily phone calls and working with three clients on their book projects, midnight meditations as well. So basically she's got meditation in the morning, meditation in the in the noon day, and meditation in the evening in between all of the crazy things things that she has to manage that sounds like that she gets to do she leans
1: on meditation
0: <laughs> she leans
1: on meditation in order to keep
0: things going as she wishes them to go but there was one thing that i thought of julie you know what am i doing in my spare time and i think i mentioned this on the last podcast i'm really just enjoying the fact that it is a hiatus because our lives are really busy and i just want to enjoy this quiet time because there are some things that we're working through and some things that are coming that are going to require my life to be extremely busy. So I'm revamping and re-looking at how I want to show up. And I want to work smarter and not just harder because I'm a girl that can work hard, right? But I want to work smarter too at the same time. So that's what I'm doing in my spare time. I'm taking care of myself, taking care of my my health care. And I'm also, you know, trying to get some home improvement projects going around here too. But With this quarantine fatigue, I am feeling it. Even in enjoying my time, my family time, creating some really interesting things in my life, I'm feeling fatigue. I'm feeling this sense of weight around this having to manage this heightened energy around cleaning, you know, the house, the Corona cleaning, right? Or when I go to the grocery store, how I approach it and my mental awareness and how focused I am about making sure that I'm not cross-contaminating things on my body versus what I'm touching in the store versus how I load that, you know, load my groceries or products in my car and then bringing them home to have to desanitize everything before I, you know, put them away. That's a lot of effort. And I'm getting very tired of having to manage this heightened of energy around this sanitation. However, just the other day, I was out and about in a hardware store. And in talking to one of the representatives, she was curious whether or not her employee would show up to work. And I was like, Oh, what's going on? And she was like, you know, well, she her family had been exposed. And I was like, what? You know, like somebody I know, like what? Her family had been exposed. Was she exposed? And so the lady said, you know, they, her family member helped her move this past weekend and her family member is not well. He's sick. And I was like, what? Like, oh my gosh. So she's not here. Maybe she's got to self quarantine because she had been exposed to a family member who is not well, low grade temperature cough all of that symptoms right and lo and behold this chick come walking around the corner saying hi and I was like and I'm looking at this individual like you're here and she's like hi and so the worker was like I'm surprised to see you and she looks like oh why and then she says because your brother was exposed and she had that look on her face like you know and yeah on one end are we supposed to know, right? Are we supposed to know who's been no, it's like a exposed? Who's it's a HIPAA to violation, a HIPAA? right? Yeah. But on the, on the other end, it helped me see and reinforce my fatigue. Not reinforce, but reinforce me to be able to get You're over like, my You're like, oh, fatigue. I'm going to
1: Lysol everything twice now. I'm going to wanna... everything. Everybody I look
0: at potentially might have been in contact with someone who is sick. And so I have to reinforce, if not rejuvenize, if not re-energize my efforts to maintain consistency even in my fatigue because that was a boost that I needed in order to remind myself. It was like a reality you check. Fervent. You need to be fervent in your doings just because you see someone doesn't mean that they haven't been exposed or know someone that has it and chooses to come to work because they financially need to and it makes this assumption for self-diagnosis that they're well. When we all know that temporarily, well, even currently, that it takes a couple of days before someone will have symptoms after someone who else is displaying their symptoms four days prior. So, you know, with that, it reinforced it for me and I was tired and I was, you know, becoming exhausted with the Corona cleaning of everything and anything. But that helped me remind myself how important it is for me to maintain diligence and not being lax in my efforts to keep my family and myself safe so you know with that i instantly went from tired and exhausted to energetic and you know fervent and my ability to to stay on my post and do what i'm
1: supposed to do so to that it was kind of a great point because this is something i want to talk about How do you think going forward, you'll be able to maintain that kind of energy? So when it goes flat again, because you know, you're going to get to that point in a couple of weeks where you're like, gosh, we're still doing this, huh? No,
0: I know, I know. And so from a leadership perspective, right, it's, it's never a good way to lead and to live when you're living out of fear and living out of anxiety, right? Because you can never maintain that for a long period without it actually physically taking a toll on your mental health or your ability to kind of judge other people pointing a finger and looking at, you know, loved ones who may rub their nose or scratch their eye without wanting to jump over there and pour, you know, Lysol over them, squeeze Lysol and spray Lysol over them and take a wet wipe and clean them down because they accidentally touched something on their face that you're trying your best not to do. And I think that going forward, I think it's important that we're going to have universally, I'm certain of it, new normals for us, right? There's going to be ways that people are going to look differently now when they're serving us or when we are in restaurants on how they prep and prepare and bring our food. The one example that I thought might be interesting out there is the industry that we hold at the highest level of integrity when it comes to sanitation is our doctors and nurses, right? They are at the highest level of solid proof on what sanitary, sanitation, and cleanliness looks like. And so I think that some hospitals and re- or restaurants and Businesses will adopt this kind of protocol about what they do with their hands and where their hands are at at all times invisible, and, and how we dress and what we look like when we are engaging with one another in order to give this sense of security about how we're taking good care of our hygiene so that we are interacting with others and taking good care of them. You know, I mean, we can look back on history and see where we've done that. You know, when it comes to the old equipment that we use for firefighters that we use now or the old equipment that we use for nurses that we do now, the way masks have improved, right, to give us this sensation that we're getting better with technology to be more secure. So I think as we move forward, when we watch people manhandling food and with their fingers and preparing our stuff and then serving it to us, we're going to be like, that's inappropriate, right? We're just going to have to love level up on what that looks like so that we can have this, again, sense of security that we are moving in the right direction to give us a little bit of choice on how we show up to do our job. And so I don't know what that looks like, but I just know that our eyes have seen too much and to go back will be offensive and we won't have this sensation of certainty that we're, we're safe.
1: That's awesome. And thinking about thinking about that and thinking about people's lifestyles, a lot of people have been praying more now than they've ever prayed before girl because yes. they're scared right they don't know they don't know what to do so when you don't know what to do and you, you think about you know I, I compare it to just any time that we've had any situation when we have felt the need to just pray because we didn't know what else to do i'm curious what your thoughts are on you know how we can generate that same prayer energy even when things do go back to normal
0: yeah That's going to be interesting because prayer does change things and it's normal and customary that when there is suffering or pain or dilemma, people turn to prayer for a source of comfort to get through hard times. I pray that in their attempt to connect to prayer as a source for support to help them through, that they are not looking in prayer for a means to get something. But also a means to give something. and I hope that when we get back to a state where we can thrive and feel whole, that we've developed a relationship with our in our faith, with our higher power for for some people, they might you know be Catholic and some people might you know be Christian or whatever it might be, I'm hoping that they find a relationship in the deity of who. Is so that they maintain this relationship going forward because I look at it in the natural and an everyday relationship. We don't have a tolerance for people who come to us only when they need something, and then as soon as they get it, we never hear from them, right? We don't tolerate friends and family members who only call us when they're looking for a handout, and we never get a hello or a happy birthday or a how you're doing a month from that point. So, if that's the case then how do we expect our Heavenly Father to, you know, really look at, look at us in a way that says, you know, you just want me for what I can give you, but you don't want me. And I'm hoping that people in this pandemic will, will find him, know him, love him, and learn to trust him so that he's there not only in the bad times, but he's also there in the great
1: times. That's awesome. I love that. I think that's great advice. I mean, what else can you say, right? I think it's true, and I think it's great that there are a lot more people praying now than probably ever before. But I also think it's something that I hope will kind of continue after things start to normalize.
0: Yeah, and I love the fact that we are hearing in our in our faith based circle, in our church, and in our in our people around us that we associate with is that faith and and wisdom they're not enemies, right? Faith and wisdom are not enemies, and you know, a lot of times people. You know, God had nothing to do with this or God has nothing to do with your ability to get through. You need to use wisdom, right? You just can't just pray. The Bible even says that faith without works is dead, that you can't just pray and not be accountable to an offering of doing something to to proxy yourself. Because I'm a firm believer that blessed people are prepared people. If you are blessed and you're receiving blessings, it's because you were prepared to receive them. So whether it is your faith extending forward to believe that all things will work together for the good of them who God loves and who is who is asking for favor to and protection, you've got to do something to receive it and be prepared to receive it. It's like you know, saying, Oh my gosh, I've been given a brand new house you know, that I've always wanted to have, but you know what? I can't have that house because that house is in a different country and there's no way I can be there to get it. Right. So it's, it's asking for something, but not in
1: a position to be able to receive the very thing you've been asking for. When I think about my mother-in-law would always say, you know, people would say like, I got lucky. And they'd be like, no, you didn't get lucky. Like you're blessed. Like you got blessed. Don't mistake that. And so I think about that time, I don't know if I told you the story about Lloyd and I when, we, when Lloyd drove on the train tracks. Yes, girl. Tell it. <laughs> I
0: don't know if you have ever told that story to our podcast listeners.
1: <gasps> so when I was pregnant, we were driving from Las Vegas to Indiana, and we were just going to drive straight through. And somewhere in between Oklahoma, we, we, Lloyd decided to turn onto a dirt road to just take a little nap. And I didn't like that he turned onto this dirt road for a little nap because it was dark. It was the middle of the night. We were in the middle of nowhere. And I didn't know if there'd be a car coming behind us that would maybe hit us while we're sleeping. So I told me you need to get back onto the road. So he started driving back on the dirt road and the GPS started to tell him that turn right and he couldn't see. So he turned right. And sure enough, it was too soon. He turned right and we ended up on train tracks and we're not talking like, little bit on the train tracks we're talking like the driver wheel was over the train tracks and our tires weren't touching the ground like we couldn't get out of it the only reason we got okay was because i ended up going to the highway and flagging down a truck the truck came out they pulled the car off we were good to go And we were driving on the freeway and lloyd goes man we are so lucky i said no we are not lucky you better pray to god right now we were blessed he was watching us he knew he and now to
0: send that driver at that very time, right when you can go out there and put that little hand up and say, "Miss." <sighs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that story is crazy! I cannot believe that happened.
1: It so crazy. And you were pregnant. Oh and there was gosh. a train coming. We could hear the train on the other side coming. The people had to call nine one one to get the train to stop. Like it was a whole Girl, thing. Stop. Y'all could have been on the nightly news. I was, was taking out the your- stuff out of the car because I thought the train was going to hit the car, and I didn't want to lose my stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, girl! I'm glad God was with you. I am very happy that. You I was like, you don't call
0: that favor. luck. Don't call it luck. <laughs> I'm glad you have God's favor and the blessing at that oh. moment in time because that could have went really south for you. But you know, it, you know, the fatigue of all of this is real. I think people are. Ooh, they're tired of, you know, you staying cooped up in the house if they have to stay cooped up in the house. Or even if you're not, you're working and life is busy and you, you know, you're still having to go to work. They still have to take these extra precautions. Right. And they're putting themselves in the eye of the storm by
1: potentially being out here more often than we are. Well, and and that city, has to be, you know, crazy too. Right. Right. And the fatigue has really had a lot of negative effects on people's self-image, Gosh. you know, we're trying to make fun of it with these terms like Corona 15, but let's be honest, you know, at the end of the day, if you were somebody who was already struggling with your weight before this stay at home order was put in place and you've maybe added some more weight to your already trying to lose weight momentum, it's not going to have a positive effect on your whole self image at all. Correct. Correct.
0: And I think that that's because when we need to cope, or now we are fatigued, we can stress eat and we're bored. And so food becomes our, our go-to, right? For just that nibble here, that taste there. Let's, you know, let's make cookies tonight or let's go out and get ice cream, right? Just to have some sort of connection to fun or mental pleasure. But I think most importantly, if we can give any suggestions on, on what's important during this fatigue, this could, you know the quarantine fatigue is to take really good care of your mind if you don't take care of your mind your body your belief system won't line up and it won't have some sort of conviction or compelling reaction to take action and then you won't be able to have this sensation of choice right so take good care of your mind take good care of your mind and when I say take good care of your mind you know some of us may need to stop looking at the media and the news about the coronavirus that is just weighing so heavily on our next step right it really robs us of our ability to feel like we're going to ever see the end of this you know and i think that if we are individuals who are you know subject to this overload and looking at things with an heightened anxiety and we're feeling this panic then maybe it's time for us to connect with a medical professional to help us, you know, charter through this. But what we want to be cognitive of this is that as we get professional help, realize that it is just a a bridge, but not something that has to be your permanent. Don't we don't want to, you know, abuse alcohol. We don't want to abuse drugs and things of that nature during this time because those will be things that you'll have to add to your plate to have to heal through. But I think it's important to take care of your mind because without your sound mind, your your heart won't be in it in order to be able to make some really good decisions for you and your family and then to be able to take the actions necessary. Because we all know that depression is real. We all know that anxiety is real and this fatigue is real. But if we don't take care of our mind, we won't be able to weather the storm and get away from the media for a while and then also connect with people that you, you would like to be able to connect to, you know, start a project, write it in a journal, take beautiful pictures, do something that will help you create this, this mental health so that you can stay attached to what brings you progress and fulfillment.
1: Yeah, I like that feeding some positivity there and disconnecting from all the negative stuff so that you're, you know, enriching your mind and making yourself feel better. I think it's really important. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. To add to like last week's episode, you we were saying about fitting that 15 minutes in. If you don't have 15 minutes, I have discovered these 10 minute mindful yoga meditation videos on YouTube. So definitely recommend those just search for it on YouTube. And whenever I'm feeling really overwhelmed or stressed out, I've been making 10 minutes to just go and do that little yoga video and kind of calm my breath down and give myself something else to focus on to get my mind off of it. Good for you.
0: Good for you. What was the name of this? Was it wasn't a platform. You said it was a, it was it's a, on YouTube.
1: Um, They're just on YouTube. I just typed in 10 minute yoga and you can search. There's all different ones for mindfulness. Girl, I've been jamming with
0: music in my house throughout all of my echoes out of all of my Alexas. I just been jamming with music. Love that. I know. Every- every room I walk into has the same song that's cool yes so it's going through the upstairs the downstairs like
1: a party I'm having a party in every room that's a way better (laughs) way to do it than like investing in surround sound system right so I just turn on you know play through
0: all devices right like the play through play Pandora through all devices.
1: you just teach me something new (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so no matter where I'm at I'm jamming to my music right and I can keep the party going with the whole entire family and I actually create the momentum with my husband and my mother-in-law who can join in too not just me in one room but you know I can dance from one room to the next and come in there and it looks just as
1: crazy because I'm on beat right That's and I'm funny
0: come on beat too
1: <laughs> well with the three of you guys all the three of you being cooped up in the house how, how have you handled days where you're maybe a little less patient or moody? Oh my gosh. Like yesterday?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday? Girl, it was rough yesterday. It was rough. Okay, so you know, everybody, we've got this kitchen project underway. And I am a creative being, but I'm also a linear thinker. I love to plan. I can actually walk through through the chess pieces to get to the end to kind of have multiple journeys we can take in order to achieve a goal. However, for my husband, he thinks about two steps in front of him when it comes to what we call men is that they are, what do we call that? Single minded where they're just kind of like, I you know, and, and it comes not just for men, right? I don't want to just say this is a man character. <laughs> For my husband, he is a very uh, freedom thinker. He loves to have choice up front. He loves to have the solution that he wants to make and then figure out the next step later once he approaches it, which I think is beautiful. Right. So he doesn't stop. You know, he doesn't have to think it through in order to get started. He can just solve the problem right now. And then what do I need to do when I create this scenario? from the past scenario, right? And he'll work his way through till, till the end of the project. However, what typically happens, you get down this rabbit hole of fighting your way through decisions because the previous decision created a new problem. And that problem now needs to be addressed before you continue to move on, which then can alter the whole plan of what is normal and customary because now you have to put new things in play because you made decisions to you know, alter things because you had to fix things. So for me, I like to think them through before we actually commit to a, to a situation. Well, that was a lot going on yesterday. A lot of that back and forth was going on yesterday and I had it. I had had it. I had it. I was like, this kitchen is becoming a burden. It is no longer a fun process and I'm about done with it. And I'm not quite sure that I want to even stay involved. I might just let you have this whole project and then you can finish it yourself. <laughs> Good luck. So, right. So he was like, I'm done. Right. And I was like, I'm done. So I had to literally just go to the other room and he went to the other room and I think I had <laughs> to <took> do <a> nap. <laughs> he went outside and barbecued, cleaned the garage. Cause again, two steps in front, he cleaned the garage, he barbecued, he doing everything. I'm like, I'm out. So, I think within probably about an hour and hour and a half if you if you really honor you know marriage and relationship and you understand that the quarantine will heighten you know sensitivity and reveal certain habits and ways about each other that can be you know revealed as a potential like oh, you're getting on my nerves, you know, I think that you have to give grace there and realize that you know this is. How often do you get to spend two to three, four months together quarantining? And even in retirement, you can go out and get involved in different curricular activities that don't require you to be cooped up 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So it's yeah. it's 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 an overload of time being spent with each other that I think for that very moment I was trying to get my way and he was trying to get his way. And we both <laughs> Wanted our way. Right. And so long story short, we were able to come back to that space and go, you know what? I'm sorry. And I, I, you, you always do a great job whenever we are working through projects and I had no doubt that we were going to be successful or achieve what we needed to achieve. However, I just wanted to help. And in helping, I, I, may have tried to influence my way a little bit more strenuous than I normally would do. However, either which way would have been just fine. So for that moment, I think that I felt like I wasn't being heard and I'm sure you felt the same way. In that note, apology was always necessary and a simple realizing that, you know, these are unique times and situations and you need to realize that, you know, there's nothing wrong. With having a little bit of a disagreement, I mean, my right. goodness, I wouldn't be a marriage that everybody always agreed. Yes, sir, I wouldn't want to be that woman on a coming to America. Whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like to? Eat? Whatever you like. What do you like to do? Whatever you like. I no, know. I'm not
1: that girl, right? I so, know.
0: So, um, oh, my gosh. So you know, those things are expected, and if you are mature in your thinking and realize that these moments are temporary but your approach can be long-term successes in how you grow together choose 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 growth
1: choose yeah better. well and I, you know along with the heightened emotions it seems to be you know in in every direction right like maybe some days you're annoyed maybe it's not even you know just some days it's like minute by minute and when we went to our first drive in service at church i don't know if you had the same Sentiment, but I could not stop crying, and I was like, We're in church in a parking lot, and I cannot stop crying. Oh no, I was excited, I was taking pictures, I was like, This is so cool! Look at all of this, funny, weird we're taking lemonades and
0: making it lemon and we're like enjoying the lemon like it's crazy I was taking pictures
1: Lloyd and Lloyd and I were both like this is just so beautiful I can't stop crying and he's like I know I can't stop crying we just can't stop crying and then it wasn't even until like 30 minutes into it that I realized pastor Bradley was outside I was like oh he's right there oh my I didn't even know I was like I'm just sitting in my car crying, thinking about how great God is. <laughs> I know. And I was sitting there just, you know, taking
0: pictures and texting stuff. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, I see you. Like, hey, so-and-so, I saw your car. What's that? You know, like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm probably the worst person right now who's supposed to be focused in on the message, but I'm sitting there enjoying the whole, like, experience, yeah, I was, like, right? Because, you know, I am. So <laughs> I was fully present, but engaged at the same time and kind of observing all at the same time. So it was, it was really cool. It was cool. It was, it was wonderful to see. It was, <laughs> I was like, how, how are we doing this? And life just, Gives us the answer and we roll with it and act like as if why didn't we ever do this before?
1: Right. And make it convenient for people regardless of a pandemic. It would be cool if people could come to the parking lot regardless and they didn't feel like walking to the sanctuary. They could just sit in the parking lot and listen.
0: Girl, we really could. I mean, like, we could do certain things like that. I mean, like, there is a place for stuff like that. And whatever technology, Pastor wasn't the only one doing it. On the way to church, I saw another pastor hanging out on his steps of his church, you know, and all of his parishioners were sitting in their car in the parking lot. I was like, somebody had a plan. I love it. So it was cool to see. It was cool to see. We can in this in this craziness of quarantine and all of the fatigue is to figure out ways to, you know, be creative. Like people are doing things every day. And I can't imagine what we're gonna see now with Mother's Day coming up. Be thinking about Mother's Day and what we could do with Mother's Day differently than we normally do. Oh my
1: gosh.
0: Well, I, uh, I can't imagine the businesses that are, are going to be birthed from this
1: when this is all said and done. Right? We were kind of non traditional this past Sunday. We brought Culver's into church with us. <laughs> we had burgers at church on Sunday. We we're like, we should eat lunch while we're at church this week. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So you brought the food? Yeah, we went to the Culver's drive through on the way to church and we were like, yeah. And we wait. we waited till the music was over. We sang praise and worship and as soon as the message started, we pulled the burgers out. <laughs> Lloyd, you know. <laughs> and, I can't believe you did that. Julie, as we're waving to everybody in the cars next to us, like, "Oh, this so so. Hey." And Lloyd's like, "Do you feel weird eating this burger?" He's like, "I got my back to the window." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said, "I don't want people to see me eating at church." I <laughs> "I just dug really low. It was the best." <laughs>
0: Oh my God, I'm being rude in the house of the Lord. I'm sitting here eating a burger. Gosh, while the pastor's <laughs> preaching. Oh my gosh, the conviction level rose from the sanctuary to the car. The moment you were hearing the word of God, which normally we can hear during the week, right? And we'll sit and listen to something, drinking our cup of coffee and our toast during a podcast or something really cool when it comes to a religious leader on TV. We could be sitting there eating supper,
1: listening to DJs, but a Sunday morning sitting in our car, listening <laughs> to our pastor. They say, conviction about that well it was like when i considered not wearing a bra to church one day you know like okay stop stop <laughs> who's even who's even gonna know the only god and he loves me for me
0: <laughs> well, That would have had to strap you down and say look now
1: you're getting too relaxed <laughs> on this car
0: because if the if, if it's if the holy spirit kicks in um you're gonna want to not be uh having to uh, hold yourself <laughs> down <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Lord,
0: <Jesus. laughs> you surely would have been a stumbling block for somebody <laughs> oh that's too funny that that's was true. too funny
1: good well i hope everybody enjoyed this episode yeah do you have any final thoughts <laughs> i don't girl. Behind the <laughs> that's, the a
0: that's a I wrap that's a wrap i mean with the bra Never crossed my mind, but okay. (laughs) Ah, Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this craziness, right? This is part of us releasing some of our quarantine fatigue. But hey, stay strong, stay, stay empowered, stay, stay the course, reboot, revitalize your tenacity to stay faithful to the corona cleaning and staying sheltered in and staying in place and doing what you need to do to be safe when you have to travel out because the sooner we all do our part, the sooner we can all get back to seeing each other face to
1: face. Yes, and as always, shine bright, Diamond. Take care. I hope you
0: enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about. People you think this will benefit. Share with your team or colleague who is having a difficult time and is looking for solutions. We all want to help people live empowered. To know what to do when faced with uncertainty and I believe that these ideas can help others have that success. So please share it but also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you diamonds you have a choice to live connected to progress and growth you deserve it and it is yours to have live life my friend and be encouraged to step into your power purpose plan today until next time take care